Welcome to the Indiana 4-H Clover Call Podcast, where our goal is to share information about the people and programs that make the Indiana 4-H Youth Development Program such an important part of our communities. We welcome youth and adult 4-H volunteers, 4-H youth and their families, extension professionals, and any others who are interested in providing positive opportunities for youth. We thank you for joining us for this episode, which begins now. All right, good afternoon. My name is Rebecca Wilkins, and I am the 4-H Extension Educator for Harrison County. I am here with Ariel Camp, and Emma, Emma, remind me how to say your last name. It's Finnerfrock. All right, so I am here with Ariel Cam and Emma Finnerfrock, mm-hmm. and are two summer interns that have been working with us 4-H educators and the other educators in um, Harrison and Floyd counties respectively. So ladies, I'm going to go ahead and let you introduce yourself. Tell us where you're from, um, what your background is, and, uh, and and we'll go from there. We'll start with Ariel. So my name is Ariel Cam. I'm the Harrison County Extension Summer Intern this year. Uh, I was a 10-year 4-H member where I showed and raised dairy steers. I exhibited projects like welding, tractor, automotive, foods, garden, and I was also highly involved in FFA. I was a seven-year FFA member, competed in numerous CDEs and LDEs, and I want to be an extension agent once I grow up. So this was a great intern for me, and I just love agriculture, and I have more of an agriculture background perspective. Once you grow up. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Emma. All right, my name is Emma Finnerfrock, and I'm the Floyd County Extension intern for the summer. Um, my supervisor is actually Janet Steffen. She's the HHS educator, um, but I have been working closely with uh, Sam McCollum, who's our 4-H educator. I don't have any experience in 4-H, but I, it has been a blast to uh, kind of work on that and kind of see the background of it, um, especially somebody who hasn't grown up with an ag background. I think it's really interesting. Um, I'm originally from Columbus, Indiana. And I recently moved to Louisville, so that's where I'm located now. And like Ariel, I really hope to continue my relationship with uh, Purdue Extension Office, but more in the role of an HHS educator. Cool. So ladies, tell me what the application slash interview process was like in finding these summer internships. So for mine, I just went on, it was the Indiana intern website. I filled out the application and just wanted like what 4-H experiences you've had and what other community service you've been involved in and other clubs. And then you had to write a cover letter saying why you feel like you would be a great summer intern and then went through an interview process asking what skills you had, what were your weaknesses, what do you feel like has prepared you for this job? So it really wasn't that bad as long as you have good interview skills and a great resume and you can back everything up. Yeah, I agree with Ariel's experience. Um, My experience was a little different. I uh, went through Purdue. So I'm actually um, a master's student currently for public health and we have a student agency and they did a weekly um, internship and career series where I got to meet with Krista Farthing who um, she works in HR at Purdue Extension main office in West Lafayette. And so I was really interested by their presentation. And so I emailed and reached out to her and she said, I'll let you know when our application process opens. (laughs) So once it opened, 
I took advantage of that opportunity and like Ariel, I sent a cover letter explaining why I really wanted to work there. Um, my resume with all my experience. And then similar to Ariel's um, interview experience, it's a lot of your typical interview questions like strengths, weaknesses. Um, they really ask a lot about your previous experiences. So if you um, just have your previous experiences listed and ready to go, just think of stories where you can um, kind of demonstrate a strength. Great. So, so several different paths for finding summer internships, whether you are a Purdue student already or if you are outside of the Purdue system, mm -hmm. um, you go to? I go to Western Kentucky University. Right. So you could be an out-of-state student. You don't have to necessarily uh, go to university in, in Indiana. So, so cool that you both found uh, summer internships with Purdue in different ways. All right, so let's get down into the depths of this. What kind of programs have you encouraged to design or help with this summer? So I helped a lot with the fair, first of all, um, for we had education stations during our fair week. So one day we did buy products of animals, a dairy day where we brought in like a little Holstein calf and horse education day and soil and water. So I helped with all those programs, printing off handouts and everything and then we had a youth garden at our boys and girls club and we had a different vegetable each month that we worked with so last month was spinach so we got to tell them about spinach play a game with it and then they actually got to plant seeds help with that and then we have a nature of teaching for 4-H youth and non-4-H youth so I've been helping out with that and then our mini 4-H day camp we had this last week I was in charge of helping plan it. So it's been a lot of different variety, but that's good. I don't like every day to be the same. It's, you get a variety. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Harrison County, we had an early fair this year and we did things a little bit different than we typically do. So we had like essentially two weeks of fair instead of everything um, laid on top of each other. So those education stations, I hope were fun for the community and and you really did with that byproduct when you took that one and, and designed the entire the entire presentation yes okay so Emma what have you what have you gotten to experience <laughs> a little bit of everything um I agree with Ariel like it's variety no no two days are the same and that's really what I love about this internship um so even though Janet Steffens the HHS coordinator our educator she's my um main Supervisor, I've actually gotten to work a lot with a little bit of everybody. So um, I worked with our A&R educator doing our book gardens down at the Floyd County Public Library. That's where we have some plots that are by the parking lot that weren't being used. And so they take a theme like Wizard of Oz um, and they'll plant flowers uh, to match the theme of that book. Um, I worked with Sam, uh, who's our 4-H educator, and he, uh, since Floyd County is a little more urban, we don't have as big of a 4-H county fair, um, so I was there really for extra hands. Um, I didn't really design any programs for our 4-H fair, but it was fun to kind of just see the behind the scenes and what all really goes into the 4-H fair. I thought it was really impressive. Um, most of my programming has been with Janet Steffens. I've helped with the Serve Safe program. Um, there's a law that if you are a facility that serves food, at least one person has to be Serve Safe certified. Um, so we've been working a lot with trying to get that marketed um, so that people can get Serve Safe certified for their, their food institutions. And then I've also helped um, develop a nutrition-based spinning wheel activity 
So our housing authority in New Albany, they put on a streets or sorry, schools out street fair um, at the end of the school year to celebrate kids getting through one more year of school. And it was actually really awesome to see. Um, they had bounce castles, they had a hot air balloon, they had a petting zoo. Um, so we set up a station there and I, I created our entire activity from scratch. Um, and then recently I have done a spark club, which is 4-H related. Um, and Sam gave me completely creative freedom on that. And so I did an Anybody Can Art Spark Club, which was a three-day event from 9.30 to noon. And we talked about art history, the mediums of art, and uh, the elements of art. And kids got to take home seven total projects at the end of the week. On the last day, um, parents were invited for an art showcase so that they could walk around and see what their child had made. Um, and parents seemed super, super excited about what their children had made and kids got super involved. Cool. Cool. All right. So about this creative freedom, I heard a little bit about that. Um, do you guys feel like you were empowered by your uh, fellow extension educators to, to take control over some of these projects? I definitely feel like the educators were like, here's a project, go do it. And you had freedom, which it was nice to like create it on your own and not really have any boundaries. And then you just send it to them and then they help give feedback. So it's nice to have that feedback, but also that flexibility of here's a project, go do it. And you can make it how you want it. And everybody in my office, we kind of bounce back ideas, be like, okay, how's this idea? And then just how to improve. So it was really a team effort with ideas and designing things, but it was really nice just to kind of do it on your own, no really rules. And then to see your final product come out and see how much people enjoy it and really like it. That's what makes it worth it at the end of the day. I would totally agree with that experience. Um, like Ariel said, I was given a lot of criteria that my projects had to meet, but inside of that criteria, criteria um, I was allowed to make the content anything that I wanted. So you really, with the projects um, for community, or sorry, with the projects for um, an extension project, you really get to take ownership of your project because it truly is yours. You might have to meet certain criteria, but at the end of the day, um, you're gonna get a lot of creativity and a lot of freedom with your projects. And then like Ariel said as well, um, I got a lot of feedback from educators and they're really, they're there to help you. They wanna see you succeed and they wanna see you make something your own. So for, for an example, for those that might be listening to this podcast, um, Ariel got to design our mini day camp. We basically gave her a date. We gave her a theme. So our theme this year was Pirates and Mermaids. It's a theme that we had not done before. And um, the basic criteria was um, to do something that touched our three 4-H mission areas. So civic engagement, which is hard to do with kindergarten, first and second graders. So a little less heavy on that, but science and healthy living. So our science projects included learning how fish breathe. So she had a little science experiment to show how fish breathe. And then we had, um, they for the healthy living, they learned how to make homemade ice cream in a bag. They had some up and moving around physical activities with the pirate mermaid obstacle course. And um, they learned how to uh, swashbuckle with an official professional pirate. So we had some, some movement and activity where, you know, they're not just sitting at a desk and, and making art and, and doing that kind of thing all day where well, we did do that, but um, but they also had that healthy living engagement in there too. So 
I uh, was super proud to see how well that whole day went down. And it's nice as an educator to be a supporter and and watch watch things happen and just be there to be extra hands. So it's nice for us educators to have you guys around as well. So do you feel like you have a better understanding of extension on the whole after going through this internship? I feel like I definitely have a better understanding. <laughs> I didn't realize what all I didn't realize like we took soil samples here I thought the soil and water conservation did that so I learned that and like it's more hands on deck like everybody helps everybody and I didn't realize like I didn't really know much on the HHS side like I knew it was there but I didn't really know what happened my main goal is like okay FFA 4-H like agriculture that's what I want so learning kind of what goes on more on that side gave me a better understanding like I didn't know about safe serve or anything I was just ag focused so it was nice to get a little variety and get to help with multiple different things and see what all extension actually does for the community and how many people they impact, not just 4-H members, but kids in elementary, middle and high school and volunteers and really get to help out. So I feel like I do have a better understanding and realize it's not just 4-H that's with extension. There's other branches and multiple people that are behind the scenes doing things. I feel like Ariel and I are just repeating ourselves, but um, like I'm a, I'm a copy of her, but I totally, I totally agree with that. I did not realize what all extension did um, until I came to work for extension. I really had no idea that extension even existed. Um, so I think that that is something that's important because not a lot of people do know what extension does or uh, how they can help you. So I think um, just getting more people to learn about extension and what we can do. And like Ariel said, the variety that we offer, it's not just the 4-H fair. It's not just calling about your questions about what bug is eating your leaf. Um, we offer a lot more. There's like, I, well, I'm working with the HHS educator and I had no idea that we even offered HHS until I applied. So I've loved to get to see all the background, how everything works. And again, I've said it before and I'll say it again, no two days are the same, which I love. So how do you guys think this internship will help you with your professional goals as you move forward through college and, and through your master's program? I think this will definitely help with college and like even when you're filling out resumes for previous for jobs that you want upcoming or scholarships or anything for people to know that you're getting out with in that agriculture world you know I'm going for an agriculture degree so this is really going to help and just actually being in an actual job setting this was like my first actual job like I helped my dad and other people but having this actual job setting, I feel like that's going to really prepare me for when I get out into the real world after college and have to get a job hopefully with extension agent fingers crossed but <laughs> definitely prepared me more of what a work environment is yeah i agree um i think it teaches you a lot of life skills and it makes you a very well-rounded person there's a lot of problem solving there's a lot of having to think on your feet and there's a lot of having to change direction um not a lot of people learn those skills in a school setting because everything's pretty structured um, so I think this internship is extremely well-rounded and it's very beneficial if you're looking to learn a little bit about uh, real-world experience and about learning life skills. I, I think this is the internship for you. Yeah, extension definitely involves a lot of uh, thinking on your feet and mm -hmm. being from time to time. Um, yep. So <laughs> what's coming. Um, we are a non-formal version of education and, it, you know, as you said, um, 
people come to the office, you never know what d- a bug or snake or, you know, tree limb might be walking through that <laughs> as an A&R educator or, or what type of um, a 4-H uh, dilemma might be coming at you that day as a as a forage educator. So you definitely have um, have to to be able to think on your feet and be flexible. All right. So if someone is thinking about a career in extension, uh, how do you believe an internship like this will help them? I think an internship like this will definitely help them. If you didn't know anything about 4-H or extension at all and you came into it, it could be overwhelming. But once you got here, you could get so much better of an understanding just in each field. You know, you can help out the 4-H field, help out the ANR, the HHS. And I just feel like overall getting here is the main thing. Like once you get to this point, they will help guide you and give you as much experience in multiple different areas as possible. And if you're wanting to be in an extension field, go for an internship. It will help you so much in the long run. I've learned so much this summer because if I just went directly into it without an internship, I'd be like, oh my gosh, what did I get myself into? But definitely (laughs) get a better understanding and apply for those internships. If you're looking at any type of job and the extension agent, that's my best advice. Similar to my last response, um, I think a lot of internships uh, are structured and people will walk you through your internship and kind of hold your hand. But at Extension, it's not sink or swim, but they still expect you to be a self-starter and they expect you to take responsibility for your projects. And I think that that is really a great way to get yourself prepared for a career at Extension because nobody's going to hold your hand through it. (laughs) So once you start at Extension, um, it's all hands on deck. And I think that that this internship really teaches people that, that uh, the office is not there and everybody does their specific job. Um, you're all there to help each other. So it's all about community. And that's one of the biggest things that I've learned in this internship, hands-on and it's community-based. So if you need help, just ask. Um, but this internship really packs a lot in uh, just to, into a short amount of time. How has the internship helped you understand 4-H from an employee side or for, from this different perspective? So I knew like for 4-H, so coming to the internship, I was most excited for the fair. I was like, I can't wait for the fair. And it was just really cool to see behind the scenes. But I feel like being a 10-year 4-H member helped out so much. So I got to help with project judging. And if somebody had questions, I'd be like, oh, I know that. Like I did that project. I can help you out. So that definitely helped in that case. And probably my favorite part of the whole internship was helping out with the livestock projects. And I knew like you had to get the show bills ready and all that, but I didn't realize, you know, you had to get the ribbons. You had to make 10 trips a day back and forth to the extension office. You had to get show bills and everything corrected. And it was a lot of pressure, but it was also a lot of fun at the same time. And honestly, if I was not a 4-H member and I had to help with the fair and everything, I would not know at all what I'm doing. I just feel like that experience really helped. And it's a lot more behind the scenes at the fair, hands on deck. Like, yes, it's stressful. I mean, you have all these kids and animals and projects and everything here but it definitely helped being a 4-H member, like I said, and I do have like a different perspective on what all it takes, because not only do you have that, you have wonderful 4-H online and fair entry, and we've had a lot of calls on that, and I didn't realize there were so many people out there that might not know how to navigate it and do it, so helping with that behind the scenes, like getting to do all of that, it was definitely fun. It was challenging at times trying to help people, but Overall, you know, I feel like 4-H helped me a lot with this and I have a better understanding of what it takes for the fair and 4-H and all the programs throughout the year. 
And then Emma, your experience has been a little different. You were <laughs> so do you have anything to add? No, I just, um, I think it's important for people to know how much goes on behind the scenes. It's not just, um, you show up and, and do your 4-H fair and then everything's ready to go. It's, there's a lot of planning that goes on behind it. I know that our 4-H educator has told me that it takes about four months of planning to do our small urban 4-H fair. So I can only imagine bigger counties, like I'm sure Harrison County, you guys probably take a lot longer to even plan your fair because it's a multi-week event. Um, but yeah, I, I'd say the most important thing for people to know is that there's a lot of hard work and a lot of passion that goes behind the 4-H fair. Anything you guys want to add? Is there a question that I missed? You're in 4-H, make sure you get involved, do projects. If you want to show livestock, go to camps and just try and do as much as possible because once you get out, you're going to look back on those memories and experiences and you're going to have those for a lifetime and your friends. And, you know, one of my favorite quotes at the end of the day, you get your ribbons, your plaques, your banners, but that's not what's going to matter. They're going to go in a box and it's the friendships, memories and life skills that you've learned. So 4-H members live by that quote. It's very true. That's right. I drug you to your first 4-H camp this summer. <laughs> <laughs> so, so even though you think you've had the full 4-H experience, <laughs> there may be more. You may, there may be more to enjoy. All right, ladies. Well, I thank you for spending a few minutes with us today and telling us about a day in the life, which is apparently different every day um, for, a, for an extension intern. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Interested in learning more about Indiana 4-H? We invite you to visit our website, extension.purdue.edu slash 4-H, or contact your local Purdue Extension office and ask for the 4-H Youth Development Extension Educator. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss an episode. We look forward to joining you again on the next Indiana 4-H Clover Call.